can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Hey everybody, welcome to the Talking Pools podcast. My name is Rudy Stankwitz and I am here with the gal on the scene, out in the field, again in the cab of her truck, Miss Andrea Nanini. I've had the I've had a shit day, man. I've had a shit fucking day. I'm aggravated. We'll see how this episode goes cuz I'm just not in a good fucking mood. What's wrong? I punch someone. So anyway, wanna... what's wrong is that I had an awful encounter with a fucking Karen. Close encounter? I don't want to talk about it, so go ahead. You say what you were going to No, like you can't open the door and just leave it there. What happened? This episode, Andrea gets attacked by a Karen. Florida teaches children to swim, and then after the sponsor break, natural pools. What the fuck are they? the worst okay that's not an answer it literally just happened people want to know inquiring minds oh my god okay so okay so i i'll i don't know so oh see where so where do i start do i start with backstory or do you just oh, let me just go right into I'm the start with, so, let me start it's the day before thanksgiving that's when we're recording this 4 30 in the afternoon it's the day before thanksgiving mind you last wednesday there was a pretty decent storm in this area. So all my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday pools, fucked, trashed, okay? I, I had pools that barely ever get anything in them that were just covered with dirt and all kinds of shit. Now, this particular lady, I went to her pool on Thursday. So I already cleaned up her mess from that storm last week. But like, she's, she's you know, whatever. Everybody else, we're still behind. Like, nobody wants... I had one lady yesterday, I was like, wow, your pool is so clean. Like everybody else's pool is all dirty. And she's like, yeah, I cleaned it myself. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, I didn't want all that shit sitting in my pool for a week. I'm like, wow, why can't can I just have you as my customer and nobody else? Like, why does nobody else do that? You know, you fucking, ah, see, there goes my phone. You know, people, people with housekeepers. Pool people are considered the janitors of the backyard. Do you leave diarrhea in the toilet for your house cleaner? Do you flush the fucking shit? Okay. Why do people think that they can just... So here, so I'm getting off track. So anyway. Yes. What happened today? I, I cleaned her pool from the storm, but I'm behind because everybody else, like just nobody else does that. So I'm fucking behind. We're not working tomorrow or Thursday. So I'm there's, it's like, if I don't finish these Wednesday pools, they're going to be mad, right? Right. So I'm at her pool. I get there. The lady. Right. Her sister's there. Okay. And I've already had, this is why I was, you know, backstory or whatever. But so the sister was there because this lady is a nurse and she has her only day off is Wednesday. So she's usually out running errands. So her sister's there. And as soon as I walk up to the pool, I set my shit down. I get my little bottle of Jack's Surface Magic because finally got some from my boss. Yay, Jack's Surface Magic. Um, that's a different topic. Again, proudly having them as a sponsor of our show, Jack's Magic Products. 
Absolutely. Thank you, Jax. We love Jax. We know Jax. We love Jax. Anyway, plug. So I, I, I drop in my two drops of surface magic now. So she sits, she comes out. Like after I do that, I start netting. I did, you know, did the skim or whatever. She comes out and I see in her hand, she's got, I, I know it immediately because I've seen enough of these. It's a pinch a penny printout. She went to pinch a penny and got a printout. I hate that. She got it in her hand and she's, and she sits down. At Not the, pinch a penny. I just hate when people try to double check me. Yes. That's a whole, we could do a whole show on that too. So anyway, she sits down with the pinch a penny. Now, first of all, what makes the pinch a penny tech r- more right than me? You know what I'm saying? Like I've probably been doing it longer. I probably know a lot more than the fucking person at, at, at any retail store that doesn't actually put their hands in pools. Okay. I don't know. Maybe, maybe this person that they got is an expert in pools and has worked in the industry and is at their own pool. Who the fuck, who the fuck knows? My point is, why are they more right than me? Like, why is that? Why do people act like the retail store is the answer key to the problem? You know what I'm saying? In the back of the book, like, that's not how this shit works. So she sits down, she starts asking, oh, do you know how many gallons this pool is? And I go, no. And she's like, well, do you have the information in the truck? And I'm like, no. So she's like, you know, asking me these questions. And I, because her original was, oh, did you test, how are the chemicals? And I was like, I don't know yet. I haven't checked them. So I started cleaning the pool. She's sitting there. She's like, well, I know it needs stabilizer. I'm like, okay, well, I'll check it. So then she's like, so I know the pool needs to be drained. It needed to be drained last week. And I'm like, drained? She's like, yeah, the water level's over the skimmer. It needs, we don't do the water level anymore. We don't do anything to the water level. Well, who told you that? I'm like, well, my office. We're just not there long enough. I don't let water out. I don't add water to the pool unless you have a timer or unless I'm feeling really nice and I like you and I know that I can let out enough water in the time it takes me to clean the pool. That's the only time I do it. Otherwise, no. Don't get tied up in that. Is that what pissed her off the water? No. No. So I moved on. No, I moved on from the water level. I said, you know, the office told us not to do that. Okay. So then she starts asking me about the filter. So is the filter clean? Like, when do you do that? I said, I don't, I said, I don't remember the last time I did it. I said, but I can check. I'm like, I do it about every five weeks or so, maybe, maybe every, you know, four weeks, five weeks, something like that. And it's been a little bit longer than that. I'm not going to lie. It's probably been like six weeks. I mean, it's, this pool is small, whatever. There's no algae. There's no issues with it. No flow issues, nothing. She's like, well, we couldn't even get it open to see if it was, to see if it was bad or not. Okay. But I can get it open. Like there's no, there's like no reason it, the last time I opened it, it was fine. So I'm like, okay, well, I can do it next week because we're behind and it's the holiday weekend and I'll get it done next week. And they kind of didn't say anything. So I had, I finished vacuuming. I finished cleaning the pool. I emptied this. I did everything because obviously she's sitting right there. Gotcha. My test kit wasn't in the riptide. Okay. So I'm like, I, my test kit's back at the truck. I got to go get it. So I go back to the truck and I called my boss. Right. And I'm like, this is the situation. This is what just happened. I know this is going to end up being a problem. So as I'm on the phone talking to him, the homeowner, the actual Karen pulls up, right? This whole time I've been dealing with her sister. So now she pulls up and we didn't interact at this point yet. Like I missed her or whatever the, whatever happened. So I get my test kit. I walk back to the pool, tested the water. And then when I went back to get the chemicals, that's when the homeowner showed up. So I'm got a little ahead of myself. Go get my test kit. Go back to the thing. She's got a seven and a half chlorine. 7.5 7.5 chlorine. She had a 7.7 on the pH. And I'm like, fuck this bitch with her alkalinity. I'll do it next week. Like, I'm not giving her anything, right? So I checked the stabilizer. It's 30. Okay, I said the stabilizer at 30. That's, I usually like to keep it around there. I said, it's it's not that low. That's 
where I like to keep it. And she goes, well, I like it higher than that. And I go, okay, well, that affects the chlorine level. So I'll just add a scoop for you and I'll be right back. And then she goes, aren't you going to brush the pool? I'd already put all my equipment away. Aren't you going to brush the pool? I go, well, it doesn't need it today, but I'll be right back and get my, I'll be right back with the chemicals. Oh, well, pools always need to be brushed down. So that's when I walked back and I called the boss and I said, this is what happened. That's when the homeowner shows up. So I go back to the pool with my fucking jug of acid, a jug of chlorine, because I was going to put half of the chlorine in there and the stabilizer. I put the stabilizer in. So now they're both on the patio. And now they're both like, that's when they said the thing about not being able to open the filter. Oh, well, we couldn't even open it to check it. I was like, well, it needed to be replaced the last time that I cleaned it. That's why it's been written up that way. Because I think that's what pissed her off is they sent her a request for a new filter. And so they think that I'm not cleaning it. You know, people will would rather bitch and be like, just clean it. I don't need to replace it, which is fucking gross. So I kind of moved past the filter. I said, all right, well, I'll take care of it next week. The the storm and the we're behind the holiday. So then she looks down in the in the corner of the pool and there was maybe two leaves that one was probably like this big, as big as my finger, and one like half the size of that that had probably like floated down after I got done netting. I mean Literally, I'm never going to get every single last fucking particle out of the pool, okay? And maybe if that lady hadn't been sitting there talking to me the whole time, I probably could have focused a little bit more on the pool that, and on, on the work that I was doing instead of answering her asinine fucking questions. Okay. So then she's like, I go, she just sat here and watched because she's like, didn't you clean the pool? I said, she sat out here this whole time and watched me. She's like, yeah, I don't know why you would leave any leaves in there. So I'm like, okay. So I, I'm like, I'll get that for you next week or whatever. I tried to leave again. I'm like, I'm done. You know, she fucking follows me out of her gate, out of her yard where she has a gate. And she's like yelling to me. And I couldn't hear her because there's air conditioning units going. The pump of the pool pump is going. She's chasing you. So I turn around. I'm like chasing. She's walking, not like running, not running, but walking after me, following me, yelling to me. And she's like, you didn't. Are you just going to leave that there? And I'm like, all right, fine. I'll get my net. She goes, "Okay, well, hurry up. And I'm like, excuse me, what'd you say? And she turned around and she's like, oh, you're going to, you're going to bring your net back. Right. And I'm like, yeah, that's when she slammed the fucking gate. Okay. So then I go back to the truck, put my jug away. So this lady's fuming. Get my net. I come back. Yeah. She slammed it super fucking hard. Like she, it was loud when she slammed it. So I walk back over a leaf. Yeah. So I walk back with my net. I'm like, wow, this lady really fucked her gate up. And I open the fucking gate. I put the net in the pool to scoop out the two fucking things that were in the pool because I already netted, vacuumed, and everything. Okay, I didn't brush. Got it. I get the I put the net in the pool, and they're both standing out there on the patio. And the one lady, Michelle, the homeowner, she's on the phone with somebody, and I'm assuming it was the office. And she's going, "Yeah, well, you replaced him with the worst pool cleaner in the history of pool cleaners, unless you guys just have really bad clients." So I pulled my pole out of the water and I turned around and walked away. And as I was walking out of her gate, has like some rocks, um, like, you know, the, she was, you know, pathway rocks. Like, okay. Was she throwing rocks at you? No. Thank God. Got, the rocks are in her, like on the ground, Okay, you know, like yeah. people have rocks and stepping gotcha. stones and shit. It got stuck on something on the ground. So as I'm pushing the gate outward, which it opens out towards the street. So I'm walking through the gate and it got stuck on something and kind of bounced a little bit. And I kept just kept going. Right. I didn't even think anything of that. I'm fucking walking back to the truck and she's yelling after me again, following me out of her gate again to my truck. 
I get in the truck and I look over and she's walking towards my truck. Now, I don't know what this lady's going to do. Is she going to fucking try and open my door? Is she going to like bang on my window? What is she going to do? So I pulled away. And no, I did not screech. No, I did not like try to run her over or anything like that. She was in the grass a good like two feet away from my truck. So we're not going to see you on the news tonight. And then she called and said that I broke her gate. And she's she called the owner of the company. They said she called the office four times. They said he said that he, my boss, the guy that I called and let them know that it was happening was like, I tried to call her, but she was on the phone with Lee. And so it's just this big, huge fucking What thing. instruction would you give your employee if they called you in the middle of this Karen fucking catastrophe going on at this pool? She missed the leaf. You guarantee 100% of the leaves are removed? Do you guarantee your pools are brushed every week or brushing them every other week is okay or brushing as needed? I mean, what's going on? Give us your thoughts. On a different note. We're trying to catch up, you know, so that was why I didn't brush. But there you go. Go ahead. Let's move on. So if I was to tell this story, not knocking you, but this is exactly how it would go. One of the customers, I was at her house. The lady got mad. She broke her fence. She called my boss and she blamed it on me. That's it. The state of Florida is considering paying for swim lessons for children. Here are the statistics. Since 2020, 250... I thought they were already doing that. They're not. But here's here's the stats. Since 2020, 256 children, sadly, under the age of four, have drowned in the state. That's horrific. Two legislators... Yes. Senator Travis Houston and Representative Demi Busada Cabrera filed legislation this week trying to create a program in the health department that would contract with swimming lesson vendors across the state to offer vouchers to needy families, more than one child, four and younger, that were beneath the federal poverty level. So what do you think about that? I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I think so, too. Not just low-cost swimming lessons available, but no-cost swimming lessons available throughout the state of Florida. That's fantastic. I'd love to see the stats. Not that I'd love to see them because it's a horrible topic. Definitely something that we need. I wonder how many, because Florida is such a tourist site, how many of those children live here versus how many of those children visit from other areas. Not that it makes a difference, but the swim lessons are obviously only going to apply to the children that live here. So if you're flying in, you should have these swim lessons taken care of before you get here. That's a good question. How should you, how could you find that out? I have no idea. Maybe PK Data might have something like that. Maybe we can reach out to them and see what's going on there. Rudy and Andrea will be right back with more Flock at Fridays after these messages. Do you remember when chlorine and acid were impossible to find during the pandemic? The the only place that anybody seemed to have anything was Leslie's. Did you know that they sell wholesale to the trade? I use that program. The Leslie's Pro program. So there's about 900 of those locations all over the country now. It, well, I didn't know that. That's a lot. They don't keep bankers hours. And they're open a little bit later into the night. And they're open Saturdays and Sundays. But they sell retail. Don't they have their own installers? So does the largest wholesale distributor of pool supplies in the country. They purchased that large chain of retail stores, but also service, installation, and repairs now. I know Leslie's doesn't do service because I know several pool companies, self-included, that were part of the 
Pro Partner Program, which can provide Leslie's Pros with customer referrals for weekly cleanings and chemical maintenance to you. If any of our listeners are interested in becoming a Pro Partner or the best wholesale pricing Leslie's can offer, visit your local Leslie's retail location or email commercial at lesl.com. Commercial at lesl.com. Okay, cool. Pool Magazine is the hottest new publication for the pool and spa industry. Featuring up-to-the-minute news on what's happening in the pool world in a fresh new stylized format with our mobile-friendly app. Pool Magazine is the app for keeping your fingers on the pulse of the pool industry. You'll find featured news, editorials, podcasts, videos, and more on the Pool Magazine app. Download on Google Play and the App Store. Jack's Magic Products is your industry leader in identifying, removing, and preventing stains. How? With a range of high-performance, eco-friendly products, keeping pools safe, clean, and ready to use all year round. The Jack's Magic 3-Step Program is a quick and effective way to remove stains and scaling. First, we identify the problem, then our top quality products will remove the discoloration. Finally, our preventative solutions will keep your pool looking like new for much longer. Get helpful tips and check out our product catalog today at jacksmagic.com. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable, and these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with a pro's time and comfort in mind, the patented double locking system improves safety and ease of access making filter cleanings faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at blu-rayxl.com. Blu-ray all day. Walker Reinheimer reached out with the subject of natural pools. I know how you love those. It says, for a show idea, I'd be interested in hearing about natural pools. While I haven't come across one yet, I've seen them online. A few months ago, Wayne made a comment in passing about them, but I haven't heard anything else on them. I'd like to hear how they differ from regular pools and construction equipment, makeup, water chemistry testing, and if they're safe. Keep up the great show, Walker. So Walker, if you can get me your address, we'll definitely get you out a hat. Yes. Thanks for the question. Because you deserve a badass hat because that's a pretty good fucking question. Do you want to give a shout out to the episode that you were on about this topic? The one I did with Pool Magazine a few months back. Well, actually, it was a couple of years the one ago. you did. I was. I did one with Pool Magazine with Joe Trusty and Marianne Trusty over there, where he interviewed Alan Schneck of, he used to be of BioGuard. I don't recall the name of the company he's at now, but it's one that does manufacture these natural pools. Yeah. So go check out that episode if you're interested in, in that kind of aspect of it. But 
Um, I've never actually dealt with one either. I've not put my hands in one. Um, they sound scary to me, uh, bacteria and um, illness-wise. Uh, you know, there's people that advocate for their cleanliness and how, you know, to take care of them and that it's certain things aren't a threat. Uh, I don't necessarily subscribe to that. I'm not trying to, like, call anybody out. I just don't see how that's, like, you know, pawns and stuff. There's lots of different arguments. I don't know. But you know what I will say? I've been dying to go to this and maybe I'll do like a special episode or, sh or something from it or we can like talk to them. We can like call them or whatever. The the Venetian pool in Coral Springs, Coral Springs, something like that near Miami. It's a saltwater. Well, not saltwater. It's a natural pool that's been around since like the 20s or 30s or whatever. And they actually use the coral as a filtration system and they like empty the water and then fill it up, fill it up with fresh water. How often are they re refilling this? Uh, you know, I knew the answer to that question a couple of years ago because I went on their website and I totally geeked out about it. And I just, it's not. Is this Coral Gables? Coral Gables. That's what it is. Yeah. You can go to their website, their city website and read all about it. It's called Venetian Pool. And then you go to the Coral Gables city website and it's all there. And it's really cool. Did you ask me? What did you ask me? I, I knew the answer, but I forgot what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to call these things a swimming pool or even a pool because they are so far away from what a safe and healthy pool is. There's typically a visibility issue because I've never seen one of these that were not green unless it was for a photo shoot. In the pictures on the website, it does look a little green. It's kind of funny. I mean... It creates a visibility issue, which is a concern because we know that hazy and cloudy water is one of the leading contributing factors to drowning, whether it's natural pools, swimming pools, lakes, ponds, rivers, streams, or what have you. Any body of water where the water quality is not perfect is a potential threat. There's a small pool alongside of the big pool. The small pool is set up with plants that are normally found in bodies of water, ponds, Typically, the plants they use are water lilies, perennial gra uh, perennial grasses such as reeds like sparganium or cattails, pond sedge, and swamp hibiscus, and that provides the water with oxygen. And it does, I'm not going to lie, it does aid infiltration. It's not enough. You know, that doesn't make, that. whatever, I don't know. I Whatever. you Y'all do y'all. <laughs> it's not y'all do y'all. Somebody asked us a question, so we're trying to answer. Yeah, I, just, I understand you're having a shit day. No, I meant, I meant, I meant people, I meant people that would rather swim in something like that because they don't like the idea of swimming in chemicals, even though like you're not swimming in chemicals, you're swimming in water that's treated with chemicals. So I don't know, like the people that are like, I don't know, afraid of chlorine and stuff but you'd rather swim with water bugs and stuff i don't know insects they don't worry about because they think the frogs take care of it and they can be beautiful they can get some really decorative stuff there but yeah they look nice they look fun like a childhood fantasy what are their surfaces are they like concrete or liners yes Again, both of those things. Either or, actually. And the big thing is that cool. biofiltration zone. And that's that area where the plants are. And that's said to clean the water. 
There are DIY kits on these pools out there. There are pool installation companies out there. Basically, what they're stating is the larger and deeper a pool is, the more challenging it is for algae to grow. Deeper pools means cooler water, which will slow growth of any organisms. And then building the pool in the shade versus in sunlight should keep growth to a minimum, which is not necessarily true because if we know anything, algae in a pool tends to start on the side that is shaded because most pool algae, even black algae, cyanobacteria, prefers indirect light. They'll get into all of the different elements, just as you would setting up a pool in your backyard with the different hardscapes. They do suggest aeration. They would like you to keep the pH of the water somewhere between 5.5 and 7. That's got to be challenging with aeration because we know the turbulence is going to drive the pH upward. Some of them will have skimmers, so that way they can catch debris from the surface. PVC pipes to run the water from the pump to this plant zone. The water goes through a filter that has different things inside of it to feed the algae in the pool. Feed the algae? Well, the whole theory behind it is that if they can grow diatoms, the diatoms can outgrow everything else in the water and use up all the nutrients that anything else would survive. So you're swimming with algae instead of bacteria? The, the whole thing about if algae can grow, what else can grow doesn't apply here because you want the algae to grow so that any, nothing else can grow. They're trying to cause the algae to outgrow everything else in that body of water. And we know mustard algae, it either sits on the floor of the pool and dusts up when you kick it, or it clings madly to the walls, but not free floating. The water in these natural pools continually are cycled through this biofilter zone, which is that separate body of water that has the plants in it. The filtered water then goes back to the pool. The filters contain these balls in a lot of cases or other bio natural materials bio balls and and microorganisms <laughs> where they use extremely low voltage pumps so the the actual maintenance here at the pool you're going to crack up because a lot of it's going to involve pruning the plants imagine you have a pool with an infinity edge and that infinity edge dumps off into that trough okay what if you just had it go straight across and into this plant area we draw the water from the bottom of this plant area which is filled with aggregate and then back and into the larger body of water itself so essentially it is functioning exactly like a rapid rate sand filter except it's using this aggregate instead of sand. And again, like I said, some of them do also just have a regular filter on it with different bio balls or whatever inside of it. Most of these use pool equipment, pumps, filters. Again, the difference, what they put inside of the filter. I am sure there are a lot of places that manufacture pumps and filters just for this. People build a pond in their backyard for koi. They set it up with PVC pipe, filters with bio balls, a pump, the same exact fucking thing. So pond or pool, I'm sorry, your natural pool is a pond. You know, I can tell you that one of the things that Alan asked me when I had him up, when we were on the show together, he said, you know, there's good biofilm and bad biofilm. And then 
he mentioned his dog's water bowl and that how when he emptied the water and he moved his hand around there, it felt a little bit slimy. That's because there's biofilm in there. But my thought is, don't you clean that out? Don't you rinse the bowl before you fill it with back back with water for your dog? We don't want the dog to have that in their water either. So why do I want it in my pool? I know of no state in the country where the health department has approved such a pool to be used as a public pool. But again, they are growing in popularity slowly in the United States, but growing. I don't care what you call it. It's a fucking pond. They're saying just like in mountain lakes and streams. And if you picture a mountain lake and stream in your head, I'm sure you're picturing some crystal clear body of water somewhere. That's not typically what you get here. Because again, we are promoting algae growth as part of the plan in keeping this water in shape. But the problem here is, does that work? Does that ensure that the pool is going to be disease free? Because we still have people getting in the water and people do still stick their butts in the water. And there are diseases that can come from people's butts that algae and plants cannot kill. In fact, just out of curiosity, I was just, I was just going to ask that if, because you've got people swimming in there. I mean, you answered the question I was going to ask was that's obviously not going to take care of things like crypto or Giardia or Oringa ring or, Aregia neurosa moringa magellicuddy or whatever <laughs> your infection one is. There's, there's some <laughs> things. We talked about raccoon feces in swimming pools, and we know that that's a huge problem. There's absolutely nothing in these ponds that can handle these things either. I'm not going to lie. The chlorine in swimming pools can't take care of that. But there are other things that are introduced that chlorine can take care of. So for giggles, I pulled up a list of waterborne illnesses that are common in mountain ponds and streams. Are you curious? Because that's what they're comparing this to. Yes. So the diseases that are common in these bodies of water, mountain pools and streams are Giardia, Cryptosporidium, E. coli, cholera, typhoid fever, Schlamydiosis. Okay, I know I pronounced that wrong. Salmonella, Colibacillosis, Avian tuberculosis. Ooh, that sounds fun. These are all things that are common to these natural bodies of water. Not saying that they're common to natural pools, but they are common to the natural ponds and streams that we're comparing these pools to. We already know that these things are not disease free, even out in the wild. My opinion natural pools are a recipe for disaster. Some of the other things that we run into, Legionella, not uncommon, lakes, ponds, streams. Niglary fowlery, which is the brain-eating amoeba, also not uncommon in lakes, ponds, and streams. So there are a bunch of disease threats that are easily destroyed at a very low level of chlorine in a regular swimming pool that would be permitted to persist in these natural pools. And a lot of things people say first is that, well, as long as we don't swallow the water, which 
never happens. People always swallow the water. We'll be okay. But that's not necessarily true because Nigleri Fallery doesn't rely on you consuming water for you to become ill. It can actually pass through the membrane in your nose. Gross. Leptospirosis is a disease of animals that is shed in the urine of the infected host, which in an untreated body of water can actually live for a long, long time. And that also can pass through the membrane in your nose, directly through your eye, even through your skin. So we have a bunch of things there that would raise concerns for me. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't sound uh, as nice as they look. Andrea now cleaning a pool as we speak. I am, you should. So this way she can enjoy her Thanksgiving. You should see, all, you should see this pool. Oh, my God. I'm going to cry because it's just awful. But again, to that point, I have never seen a natural swimming pool that was not green unless it was prepped for a photo shoot. They have been popular internationally for several decades i will give them that has there been any like recorded instances of people getting any of those sicknesses from any of these pools like that i don't think anybody's tracking it why i don't don't see just in a quick internet search here the any diseases that are specifically attributed to Natural pools doesn't mean that there's not something out there on it just means that in a quick search that I can't find it. If one of our listeners happens to find it and wants to send us a link or shoot us an email to talkingpools at gmail.com, we'll definitely take a look at that. We'd be happy to see it so we could come back and visit that. This just in, microbial mystery unveiled, fecal contamination found in natural swimming pools. Recent research conducted by scientists has unveiled concerning levels of fecal contamination in natural swimming pools, a popular chlorine-free alternative. These pools, celebrated for their eco-friendly approach using mechanical and biological filters, were found to exceed the recommended levels for E. coli and fecal enterococci in three out of four tested locations. The study raises questions about the efficiency of natural purification systems in maintaining water quality. The contamination traced back to wildlife, particularly birds near the pools, prompts the researchers to emphasize the need for further investigation and establishment of microbial parameters to ensure safe bathing in these increasingly popular natural pool environments. The findings could have implications not only for private developments, but also for pools with a higher bather density. This first reported in ScienceDaily.com. Do we recommend him? No. As far as I'm concerned, it's a major fail. Walker, fantastic question. Thanks for the question. We appreciate you. We thank you. Don't forget to send me your address. And everybody for listening. Hope everybody had a fantastic Thanksgiving yesterday. Hope everybody has a fantastic weekend. Yeah, I mean. And as always, give us some love. Give us some stars. Give us some likes. Share us with a friend. Leave a review. Give us that fifth star. And until next time, be good. Be safe.
I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 